Hi guys, it's Olivia and welcome or welcome back to the safe space of Heavenly Feminine. Today's guest is a professional beauty therapist, skincare teacher, beauty educator, speaker and writer and she's been in this realm of work for the past 25 years. Her name is Yana Elston and she's my mum. I'm so excited to have her on and here she talks all about her story of what really called her to beauty and skincare and the industry and her passion for teaching and educating others about their skin and how to just live their best lives, how to feel their best internally and externally. So let's jump into it. Welcome, Yana Elston, aka my mom. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Welcome on to Heavenly Feminine. So, today we're going to be discussing all about skincare mostly and self care, beauty, all of that. So, please introduce yourself. Oh, thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm so <laughs> pleased to be here. <laughs> we're laughing because we often have conversations like this uh, at home. Um, so I have been in the skincare industry for uh, since 1990, really, so a very long time, way before mm. you were born. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and uh, I'm passionate about skin. I'm passionate about helping people with their skin, helping people feel better about themselves. And I remember um, how um, the lessons I had um, when I was growing up and then the lessons I was teaching you from when you were growing up mm. and, and now we can have some really interesting conversations because you work in the same industry and in part of your work and so yeah we can we can have a great conversation and we thought oh why not get together and 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 uh, report you know talk about it on the podcast as well yeah. so no exactly like it, it is really fun of course you're one of my inspirations like I know I'm sure you know that already yeah. and yeah and because I grew up with a mum who's also a beauty therapist it just became natural that I loved skincare too and I also in a way I guess I took it for granted because now working in the industry I'm learning there's so many people who don't know things and who haven't been educated and you know and so they'll be asking me these questions um and I go like I actually don't know why I do this or I don't know like like it's all a learning thing for me because I just like innately learned it so anyways mm, mm. it's interesting you say that because um, my colleagues my friends in the beauty industry um, I mean it's mostly a, a, a women's industry there's mostly mm. women working there we do have men um, but and, and then I watch the mums who are the beauty therapists and they have children and it's not always the case that the children take on the habits as well. Some That's they, true. You know, they can struggle as well. A lot of parents can, may struggle um, having um, their children look after their skin as, they, mm. as they're growing up, through going through puberty and, and into adulthood. Um, so it's, yeah, just because, you know, you have a mum for a beauty therapist doesn't mean that you, you'll fall into the industry as well and follow in the yeah. footsteps as well. Um, you said it was innate. Well, I, I started teaching you how to look after your skin 
since you were able to shower yourself. Yeah. So I would teach both of you, both you, you and, and Peter, is that, you know, this shampoo is for your hair. So mm. we're going to use that to wash your hair. Here's the, the soap. We use that on the body. Here's the mm. toothpaste, toothbrush. Use it on the teeth. And here is the cleanser. That's what we use on the face. And, mm. and you always had those products in the showers and yeah. you always knew then how to use them. So I think for you... It, it was second nature because you learned it when you were so young exactly and mm. I do think as well we'll get into more depth get mm. more into depth what, what's I can't even say it <laughs> <laughs> we'll get more into it later yeah unpack but, it all <laughs> yeah yeah but I think it also really um for me in particular out of me and my sister Peter um I took it really on board when my acne got really bad too. Mm. That's when I was like, oh, I really need to take this seriously. Yeah. Um, because, of course, like like you mentioned, just because um, I have a beauty therapist as a mom doesn't mean it'll just... I'll, I'll want to do that. Because if you're born with naturally blessed skin, a lot of people tend to just... Um, they don't realise they can maintain it and even, mm. like, improve it or do it for that maintenance, like, all of that. But... Like I said, I want to get into that later. Okay. First, I want to go back to the very first time you discovered the beauty industry. <laughs> I fell into it by accident, totally mm. by accident. Um, as you know, I didn't really have a mum um, when I grew up. My mum passed away when I was younger. Mm. Um, uh, sorry, she passed away. And But prior to that um, my mum and dad separated we lived with my dad yeah since you were around like 10 years old 10 years old from 10 yeah. years old yeah sorry she, she didn't pass away until I was probably in my 20s but I haven't seen her I wasn't um, because we lived in different countries exactly. um, you know right across on the other side of the world and mm. and so we, we we didn't keep in touch as often as we should and so I didn't really have my mom there every day. Yeah. So um, and <laughs> and asking my dad how to look after my skin or what I should do. I mean, um, you know, my dad was my dad. You know, when I started using a deodorant because we were taught how to use a deodorant in school in in hygiene lessons. What? Um, my dad was furious that I was using a deodorant because he likened it to like a perfume. And, had, oh. and he thought, oh, no, you know, proper girls don't wear that. Yeah. <laughs> or I remember the first time I shaved my legs. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was like 40, 50. Years. <gasps> my dad, he's, um, he's a, a, a Eastern European. And, and mm, back Slovak in those background. days, Slovak background, back in those days, proper women didn't shave their legs, didn't wear um, uh, deodorants. It was only mm. ladies of the night who did. Oh <laughs> so, and I'm saying that politely. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, but then, you know, look, living in Australia over time, Dad got accustomed and he started wearing a deodorant too. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and, and then as I grew up, then he did say, you know, you've you got to look after yourself, present yourself well, you know, brush yeah. your hair back and, you know, so, so you know, he changed over time. So I, I didn't grow up with a mum, so I didn't know anything about skincare. The, yeah. the only time I, I learned about skincare was reading the Dolly magazine, which was <laughs> massive when I was a teenager, or um, really commercials, TV commercials. Yeah. And I remember when I was in high school and I had acne, I had congested skin, acne, really oily skin. 
and and then I saw an ad for 1006 which was a toner back in those days I think it's still uh, out there but a really strong alcohol based toner for acne oily skin so I saw the ad saying you know this will clear up your skin so I went and, and bought it and used it and it stung my face um, it felt good once when I wiped it away, but what I found was that my skin got oilier over time and mm-hmm. oilier, and this is something you learn that if you strip your skin, yeah. the skin reacts and gets oily. And I remember sitting for my um, year 10... Uh, I remember this story. <laughs> <laughs> year 10 high school certificate. We were doing exams, and I'm sitting over the exam, I'm writing on paper, and then this oil dripped on the paper from my face. It was that oily. Like, I was going to say, that's like a crazy amount it was of oil, excessively right? oily and because yeah. of all that oiliness my skin clogged up and then it yeah. started breaking out so I actually had problem skin but I had no way no other way uh, mm. I knew how to look after it besides reading about it in magazines or watching the ads because like I said I didn't have mum didn't know anything about beauty therapy that it even existed nothing about facials mm. and I was gonna say you probably also didn't have that financial freedom back then because you do have yes um a dad who moved his two like kids across to a whole new country Single across parent. the world exactly yeah. so i imagine like even if you were to have been exposed to some of the things you could have done back then it probably would have been crazy expensive i would have had to beg plead yeah. <laughs> dad to um to help but and then um, when I left school, I went to work in hospitality. Mm. I was in a great job making really good money <laughs> uh, because I, uh, within a couple of years, I worked my way up to, to managing. So I, I was, um, well, for a young person, freshly out of school, I was really happy. Yeah. And so I used to treat myself once a week. I would go and have my hair done. <laughs> mm. And um, because I knew about hairdressers, we used to get a haircut. Um, and I was sitting in a chair one day and um, got talking to the hairdresser and she mentioned something about my skin I said yeah I've got these blackheads and you know breakouts and then she said you know what you should go and see the beautician I said what's that and she said well beauticians you know they they look after your skin they help to clear up acne and problem skin I go really <laughs> do you know someone and she goes well as it happens we have one working here she's got a room at the back I'll introduce you and so she introduced me to uh, my beauty therapist and for can't remember her name sadly but she was this gorgeous young girl all dressed in white back then in the mm. in their late 80s they were all dressed in white beauty therapists she was Not, literally an angel she was she <laughs> wasn't and, and to me it, she looked like a doctor almost you know yeah. she was somebody from a health health sort of profession mm-hmm. so I said oh okay so so she came talk to me and she said um, well when your hair's done come in in the room and I'll have a look at your skin and we'll have a chat mm. Oh, okay. I like thought I'm having an appointment. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm going to see a, a skin doctor, you know. Yeah. And um, so she took me into the, and I still remember it. Um, walked into this this small room. It was all white. Everything was white in you know, the carpets, the walls, the, the linen. And it was just gently lit with a with a lamp in the corner. And the mm-hmm. lamp that that she that we use as beauty therapists to help us analyze skin. Mm-hmm. So it has a magnifying. Um, magnifying glass in it mm-hmm. and then a light like it's like a ring light mm. and and we normally use it to to look at people's skin so anyway I saw that and she got me to lie on the bed so I did and then she put that bright light over my face <laughs> and and started exploring my skin with this magnifier I go wow <laughs> what's happening here and so she talked to me about my skin she invited me back in to have a facial what's a facial I don't know what a facial well I'll, so I'll just you treat your skin never was. had a facial never knew anything about it she, wow. so she got me 
So I came back, made an appointment, came back, had a facial, and my very first facial, it was like I died and went to heaven. That's exactly <sighs> as I remember. Like, you always have said it like that, that you <sighs> died and went back to heaven. It was the most caring, nurturing, beautiful thing. It's for the very first time I felt like I was loved, I was oh. cared for, I was nurtured. Like, um, yeah, it was just, and it was so relaxing. Until she started doing extractions. <laughs> but other than that, and it was so relaxing. And then she um, said to me, okay, you know, facials are great, but you've really got to look after your skin at home. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what products I should be using. So she sat me down and talked me through what I should be using. Mm-hmm. And she said, okay, where would you like to start? And I said, I'll take everything. <laughs> I'll yeah. take it all. She didn't have everything on the shelf. Oh, she had to order the products in for me. So I said, that's fine. I'll come back, pick it up later. Several days later, I went back and I had a big bag and I would have had no less than eight products in there. Yeah. There was a cleanser, toner, moisturizer. There was pot treatment for my blankets and zits and, and all sorts of things. And I remember how excited I was. Yeah. Did she I walk t- you through how to use it? Oh, that? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. She told me everything, how to use it. Yeah. And I was so excited. I couldn't wait to get home. I unpacked everything one at a time and I read the front of the box, back of the box. I read all the brochures inside the boxes for instructions, mm. how to use it. And, and one by one used the products and absolutely loved the products. Mm. To this day, I still remember the smells of my first professional products that mm. I used on my skin. And my skin cleared up. Mm. Um, you know, I went back, had several facials, used the products at home, skin cleared up. And, and then one day I'm having a facial. And because I was working in hospitality, mm. hospitality was back then you could smoke indoors. Yeah. So I would come back home from a shift and I would smell like a cigarette butt. Yeah. <laughs> it's my hair in my clothes on my skin. My shoes were full of beer because back then, you know, you had that beer would splash down on the ground and it just wouldn't, you know, get in your shoes and everything. Oh so gosh. I smelled like a beer and cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> all I could do was run a bath and just soak it all away. Um, and then I'm, I'm here, I'm having a facial and it's serene. It's mm. relaxing. It smells beautiful. She smelled beautiful. She looked pristine, you know, immaculately groomed, you know, beautiful mm-hmm. light makeup, hair back, beautiful iron uniform, white. And, and it was just like, oh, I would love to do this. I would love to be in this environment where it's beautiful, it's clean, and it's nurturing, right? Yeah. So I asked her, I said, how did you get to do what you do? And that's when she told me she studied at a college and then she gave me exa- some some suggestions for colleges. I researched it and uh, went to the college and changed from hospitality to beauty therapy. And that was how I got into it. So it was really by accident. And it was really by somebody recommending and, and actually taking the time to talk to me about my skin and, yeah. and just, you know, and the seed was planted. And it's so intimate. Like, that's one of the things that now that I'm also kind of in the industry, I've realized how how beautiful like you can foster a connection with someone you like you said you can nurture them you can show them the way because it's so vulnerable like for people like it's vulnerable to say you don't know or that you're lost or something's not working so it's it's such a beautiful connection you can make with someone to help them but that's crazy I love that you said you could even still remember the smells and mm. how just saying like the smell for versus the cigarette butt and and beer shoots yeah. to having this serene kind of 
fresh smell because yes. again working where I work like I really got into aromatherapy and mm. fragrance and how that itself people I feel like people don't talk about it enough how it's so linked to skincare and stuff mm. and to that it's literally a mindset shift if it you is. walk into a room that has a little diffuser going with mm. some you know lemongrass or something mm. like it can completely change your whole like your whole world at that time uh, your whole mood the way yeah. you feel um and it can be e e either instantly giving you anxiety you mm -hmm. know if you come across a particular smell or instantly relaxing you know exactly and you something you don't even know it a lot of the time or sometimes mm. you don't even recognize mm. it's like when you go and open um like a new product there's this product glow recipe um do you know the brand Glow Recipe? No. <laughs> it's it's so popular amongst it's really good for more like youthful um skin and so yeah. and it's just so it's very trendy. Yeah. And they have this toner and it's like watermelon. And right. so it's really watermelon scented. I can let you smell it after. <laughs> and so just putting that on my face in the morning, like that as well, like gives me that little boost because yeah. just the smell, like again, I don't really think of it. Yeah. But it does create the smell around. I don't know. I yeah. just get so excited about that. Yeah, smell is an interesting thing, and it's a very individual thing. Oh, of course. But what somebody, what one person likes, somebody will don't like, mm -hmm. um, and and it can be associated with the past, something that they've come across, yes. or you know what gives them, you know what what gives them pleasure as versus what gives them pain. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a very individual thing, and. Mm. Um, fragrances as in fragrances people wear as in perfumes and so on I mean um, that's why it's such a massive industry mm. is because uh, people love to be love to use scents mm. to to make them feel good yeah um, transport them and yeah absolutely and and, and especially um, it can create memories as well yeah. I know when I'm traveling I, I take the time to purchase a brand new perfume yeah and I take that with me, and so when I'm traveling, I use it throughout, and when mm. I come back from a trip, I put that perfume away, and then once in a while, I'll bring it out, and when I smell it, I'll remember the trip. Yeah, it's All the like, memories flood back. Yeah, it's like how people get their wedding fragrance as Yes, well. yes, yeah. that's it. But yeah. I was gonna say, I need to show you as well, there's this brand, um, so I work at Mecca, and we have this brand called, I can't pronounce his last name, but it's like Mason Margilo or something, and he's all about this range or like this these creators who came together it's a range all about memories and so they literally they have a, a perfume that's called bubble bath so it's meant to oh. it's meant to remind you of that bubble bath they have one called flower market they have one called um the most popular one i personally don't really like it it's called um besides the fireplace so it literally it's like a very deep charcoal oh. um smoky scent Ooh. so a lot of people just transport them to like a winter night yes. in front of the fireplace you know happy memories wow. so they have things like this and it's all um memory scented so oh. it's such a beautiful range wow isn't that interesting they mm. might have one for christmas now yeah and <laughs> yeah well you the one, it's funny because I've told people what my favorite scent from the ranges and some people call me a grandma because <laughs> I feel like you would like it. It's called... Um, oh, thanks. <laughs> no, but it's my favorite too. <laughs> no, 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 you'll get me. It's because it's called um, 
uh, Whispers in the Library. Oh. So it's like kind of vanilla pepper notes, and Ooh. so it kind of it kind of like smells like if you like like sweet. Yeah. But kind of like you know if you went into a library and you know the, the smell of the books and <laughs> the old musty. <laughs> it doesn't smell musty. <laughs> so many people when I tell them that they go okay. Like, okay. Like, Funny like, you say that. Uh, I think I told you this story um, when I was in high school. Mm. The, 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 I was such a nerd. The things, <laughs> That's why I said you'd like it. <laughs> yeah, because you know this. You know what I'm going to say. For my, during school holidays, um, again, because my dad was a single dad, so parents, so we couldn't do much. We couldn't go mm. away and things like that. Um, so I used to be creative in, in what I wanted to do to, to relax and get away from home and just have an outing. Or whatever. So mm. I used to go to the University of New South Wales to their library. Wait, University of New South Wales? Uh, the, the one in Newtown? Is that the... No, university, okay. Sydney University. Because I, I go to University yeah. of New South Wales. So I was like, oh, my God. No, sorry, Sydney Uni, which was okay. Newtown. We, yep, yep. we lived in St. Peter's back then, so it was just a um, just a short bus trip. And I would go in there and I would go in the library. Mm. And um, I would sit in the library. And then um, they had a reference section, which was, I think, eight floors high. Yeah. Like, story, they had lived to... to I went into the reference section because that's where all the old Did books you were. The books? I smelled the books. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I love the smell, and, and I just found you know history. To me, it was history. Yeah. It was um, humanity. Mm-hmm. It was wisdom. Mm-hmm. It was exploration. Mm-hmm. It, it, it all that was in there, and and for me, this is where. I dreamed about about what I'm going to do with my life, you know. Yeah. And so I used to go to the library because there were quiet spaces, there were relaxing spaces, mm-hmm. you know. There was no noise, you know. All the noise uh, of the city was left outside. It was just uh, so funny you say that. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> and, I need to sense. let you see it. Yeah. yeah, it's. I was just gonna say as well. It's so interesting that you can really see what type of environment you're drawn to. That yes. you were drawn to the serene, yeah. the still. Um, place of the library but also the beautician room like yes. it, it's so cool yes anyways off of fragrance I wanted to talk to you about like what has your overall experience been like as a beauty therapist and like do you have any memorable times or yeah. anything like that like walk me through it, it it's been a journey um I've learned so much um, and it's been exciting learning things. I'm one of those people that I love learning. Yeah. And, and, it's, and I'm always learning. Even today, after almost 30 years in the industry, mm. I'm still learning every day when I'm dealing with clients. Um, and, and I have a few memorable um, uh, stories that I, I share um, because it's, it's what gives me joy when, when I when I do what I do um, and uh, I'm not sure if I told you about this one um, when I, I was working at, after I graduated I worked as a beauty therapist and then uh, the seed was planted that uh, by one of my clients actually my client you know liked how I explained something and she said Yana you should be a teacher mm. and and then um, so I go oh I would love to be a teacher because I love learning and then I love educating as well so um, I approached the school and I said, I'd love to teach here. What do I need to do to, you know, for me to qualify to teach? So they told me what I need to do. I had to do further study. But they also said, you need to work in a retail environment. That's really important because it's fast paced. It's like boot camp yeah. for interacting with people, learning how to prescribe 
on uh, while you you know um, you've got five minutes to talk to somebody, mm. uh, ask them questions, and then and then recommend. And how do, so and you do educate and retail. You know, people yes. ask, "What is this product for?" Or yep. "I need this. What can I get?" Like it, it, that's so true. It, it is, and, and through education is where people um, feel confidence mm-hmm. to buy and try the products. Exactly. So it's um, yeah. Anyway, so they told me that I should work in retail. So I, I did get a job um, in retail. I worked at uh, in Sydney. So we're based in Sydney in Australia. I work in Sydney in Elizabeth Street, David Jones, mm-hmm. uh, which wow. was the, the top David Jones of Sydney. Um, I worked there for a year on the counter, and then subsequently after that, I travelled, and I, I was a, what's called a traveller. So I used to travel around all David Jones and, and just would fill in when somebody's sick, on holidays or whatever. So mm. I worked on different counters. So I worked uh, as a beauty therapist. So in the, on this particular counter, I worked for a company who required that the people who worked there had to be qualified beauty therapists, which yeah. was fine. Um, and, and, and I worked there and it was really great experience. I learned about uh, retailing. I learned about uh, being accountable mm-hmm. um, and so on. But the, the most enjoyable was obviously dealing with people. You've got to be yeah. in retail, in beauty therapy, you've got to be the kind of person who loves working with people, right? And one day, um, a lady came in, she, I think she was on her lunch break, that's mm-hmm. when we got a lot of people in, and she came in and she was a little bit down, like, um, you know, when, when people just don't have the energy, the energy's down, and she's just, ah, I just need to buy something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> she just wanted to do something to lift herself up. And, and I suggested, why don't I just refresh your makeup? Would you mm-hmm. like that? You know, let me touch up your makeup, because I know makeup is one thing that can give you an instant lift and yeah, make you feel sure. instantly so much better about yourself so so I sat her down on the chair I, I took her makeup off and and then I reapplied the makeup oh, so you took it off and then just yeah yeah did because the she yeah I did yeah I took off because you gotta you know if you do want to do it properly you need yeah, to take the makeup yeah. off and prime prep the skin you know with yeah. a good moisturizer and start with a good foundation because foundation that's why it's called a foundation because yeah. it's a foundation of makeup it's what everything else is based on if you don't have that foundation right then nothing seems right of so we applied the makeup so I did a very light day makeup because she was going back to the office we did a foundation we did a little bit of blusher um, uh, we did a little bit of eyes mascara and you know chose her favorite color lippy put that on and I just remember how, how it, her, you know when somebody's not well, their body language is like down, they're closed oh, off. Yeah. And then she suddenly started to sit up in the chair like she was breathing from her heart rather than from her, the pit of her stomach. And, and she was smiling and she goes, oh my God, thank you so much. And she looked in the mirror and when she saw it, she goes, oh, and she, and she forgot herself. But she said, I look beautiful. Oh, oh I mean, I said, no, no, you are beautiful. You are yeah. so beautiful. Look at you. Look at your eyes. Look how that color brings out your, the beauty of your color of your eyes. And, mm. and that lipstick is just the perfect color for you. And, mm. and we still talked about it. And, and then, so she goes, i got to have that, that, that. So she purchased the product. And then I watched her as she was exiting um, out of a David Jones. It was you know, a bit of a walk to the, to the door. But uh, I don't know if you remember in David Jones, there's mirrors everywhere on oh, the no. ground floor, yeah. right? <laughs> and I'm watching her. She's walking out. She stops, looks in the mirror, looks in the mirror like she's t- tilting yeah. her head this way and that and smiling at herself. And then she walks a little bit. Then another mirror catches her attention. <laughs> she looks in the mirror and she smiles at herself. And she must have stopped about three or four times on the way out, looking in the mirror and smiling. And uh, I'm, I've got tears in my eyes just talking about that. Yeah. It just was the most a gratifying enjoyable 
and it was very early in my career I got mm. this is why I do what I do yeah. you know to to have somebody come in and and feel so low and then walk out on mm. cloud nine you know mm. just feeling confident and and loving themselves it's just beautiful do you see me tearing <laughs> up <laughs> I got <laughs> oh, it is it is beautiful. It's just making me think. I think both you and <laughs> look at me crying. Oh. I did my makeup for work. Oh no. Um, I think you and I are such loving people mm. and we love to give people the love that we want to receive as well. Yeah. You know, we know what makes us feel beautiful and what yeah. makes us feel great. Yeah. And so being able to give that to someone else is like so mm. special it is i do remember you told me that story once before because i started off at the mecca Parramatta store and i told you how like i came home and i was like mom sit down i have a story to tell <laughs> you and i had a lady come in who was um a couple years older than me not much um she was still you know a young adult but she came in like head down tail between her legs being like I'm so ashamed to admit that I have never worn makeup and I don't know what to do. And she said she had a party um, coming up, I think on the weekend, I think it was some weekday. And she was like, but she was so scared to tell me that she's never worn makeup. And she's like, I just don't know where to start. And I was like, that is exactly what I'm here for. I'm Mm. here for, for you. Like, please don't, don't be afraid. And so I really, I, um, I built rapport with her first, you know, asking her about her party, asking her about, you know, has she seen any makeup things that she's liked? Is there something that she's after? Um, it was pretty much where she said, I honestly have no idea, um, but I, you know, I, I just need help. Mm. So I really walked her through. So I um, picked up a basket and I got lots of testers and I decided to actually do her face of makeup but I did half of it Mm. while she did the other half Mm. so we did it one step at a time Mm. and I taught how to do it all Mm. the way from prepping your skin Mm. as well Mm. and so you know I had to ask for a skin type to figure out we did a bit of um I put a moisturizer on then we did a primer foundation Mm. I did a color match for her figured out if she wanted more of a glowy look or more mattifying blah 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 and so we got all the products and it was just things that I also thought were um good quality but were also a bit cheaper Mm. um in the sense because she was a student and Mm. she was an international student Mm. she was paying for herself Mm. you know so her circumstance was she was like i don't have a lot of money and then also she's so new to it i don't want to give her something that's like super high end and that she might not even ever wear again Mm. And but the things she got her are things I will have in my makeup kit, like yeah. that I use every day because they're so good. Yeah. And I helped her, so we did the foundation together. I showed her how to blend it out. Then we went on to, you know, I just did used. Um, they have again Mecca. They mm. have this um, bronzer stick. It's mm. called like off duty bronzer mm. stick or, or contour stick. And I did that to warm up her face a bit. Just showed her, like you know, so it's not like super. Yeah, anyways, like, yes. I wasn't doing anything much, but just to bring yeah. warmth to her face. And yeah. I showed her, oh, and you can actually do this on the eyelid as well. Yes. Make it into, like, bring a bit of warmth to your eyes. So yes. you don't need to do eyeshadow, because she was so scared about eyeshadow. Yes. So I showed her, look, you literally, you put it on, you tap it in, yes. blend it in, and it's done. She was like, whoa. <laughs> and we did her whole face, and by the end, she was, like, absolutely glowing. Yeah. And... I told her, I was like, okay, I want you to 
like look at yourself have a feel she said she'll take all the products that i showed her so i went around with the basket and i replaced the tester with the product so yeah. she could purchase it and when i came back and found her afterwards she also had tears in her eyes oh. and she was going as you as like i was waiting for you i kept looking at myself and she was like i walked around the store and at every mirror <laughs> i had a look at myself yeah. and she was like i feel so pretty oh. i've never felt this way before and she was like i was scared, so scared walking in here mm. but i feel like confident yes. you know i feel like like i i feel like i can walk with my head high yeah. and that made me so emotional so it just reminded me of that and you told me your story in return and how they're yeah. so similar as well yeah. and just how like yeah, like such little things yeah. in looking after yourself can just brighten your whole day you know what the greatest gift people can give us is their trust wow yeah um when when they give you trust and then you give them the gift of your help mm -hmm. your expertise and then you have that result where they just feel amazing about yeah. themselves, you know. Um, was it just a light makeup, like really yeah. essential basics you did? Pretty much, yeah, because it was a party, but um, she said like she doesn't even want to go full makeup because she's yeah. never done it. She's like, I yeah. feel like I won't feel like myself. Yeah. She just wanted to, I guess, accentuate and like, you know. Her features. Exactly, yeah. and I remember the thing that really stood out to me because I grew up, you know, so you actually met dad at a beauty school. So yes. growing up, dad will always talk to us being like, you know, I did beauty before. Like, you need to darken your eyebrows. I know fashion. And uh, <laughs> dad, dad was a brow expert in the salon, I yeah, would say. <laughs> but in like the 90s. <laughs> and I'm a blonde little baby. Like, I like strawberry, strawberry blonde hair. And I would be like 13 years old and he'd like dye my eyebrows, but he wouldn't shape them. And so I had these dark caterpillars <laughs> and that was a time when I also had like really cystic acne. And so I look uh, back at the photos and I'm like, oh my God. But anyway, I know he was trying his hardest, but that was a big battle growing up with dad was like, I just don't feel like myself with dark eyebrows. I like them to be soft. Yes. Like that, that's just me. Yeah. And so it, so that's a personal battle that I've had with someone yeah. in my life. And so with this girl, um, she um, had dark, like she had black hair, yes. like fully black hair. So she had quite... Um, strong features. She, she had strong features, but her brows weren't that dark. Okay. Like they were kind of like softer. Right. So you, you know what I yes. mean with that? And so she said that she's had a friend give her like an eyebrow pencil before, but it was black because yes. they, all, they had black hair. Yeah. And she would put it on and she was like, nah, immediately <laughs> wipe it off. So I showed her my favorite eyebrow pencil and I actually gave it to her in a gray color. Mm. And so when I showed her how to do it and I showed her how you, you don't need to press hard. You just mm. kind of trace your natural brow. You just brush it out yes. and you're pretty much done. And it just gives color, yes. and it, but it keeps it soft because yes. she wanted to, again, just feel like herself. And that was one of the things she said stood out the most for her. She's like, I never thought... I could just get a lighter eyebrow color yes. like she's like I thought I had to get like black because yes. I had black hair yeah. and she's like but I actually look in the mirror and I see myself yeah. see I love those stories because in in a lot of cases um, the lessons you learn from that about the soft eyebrows about like 
it was probably something you thought of on the spot. Exactly, you know, to, yeah. Yeah, you were creative. You were trying to think outside of the square. You thought on the spot. You tried it out. You took the risk. You tried it out and it worked. Yeah. And then so I'm sure you remember that lesson now and you probably have given that tip to lots of other people afterwards. And I think that's what I love about the, the beauty is because it, it, it is just ever evolving. And then, that's so true. And every time you meet somebody, you learn something from them. Um, what works for them and mm-hmm. possibly might works for somebody else as well and it's just just being creative and experimenting trying mm-hmm. things out exactly you know? I, I think that's it I love that in this industry like you do really need to be brave yes. you need to be able not be afraid to try something new because even with clients like I had a young like I think she was like 12 years old they said um, 12 year old girl who came in with her mom and she wanted an eyebrow pencil for her birthday and she was also like very very blonde so I was thinking I'd get her like a soft blonde brow but I got her too I got her like a soft brown and a soft blonde to see yes. what she'd prefer I thought she would go for the softer blonde yes but she ended up liking the darker brow right. she preferred it yes and that's totally okay yes. I just gave her the option yes. um well not even the option but I just you know showed her different avenues mm. she could go down and explore herself yes. um and yeah and so I think that's amazing that yeah yeah there's so so much oh so much fun so much fun <laughs> surprise it's a two-parter well are we really surprised because mum and I talk quite a lot um in the next episode the second part mum will go more into depth about how she co-owned a business with my dad how that went and she knuckles down into the specifics of how you if you're new to skincare can really start to look after your skincare or if you're looking to revamp your already existing routine up and what you can be looking out for now you can also find her podcast um it's called skincare teacher beauty tips show with yana elson which will be linked in the show notes and nudge nudge i will be on there featuring on an episode very soon Otherwise, you can look at her website where she has a free course for you to download. Um, and she also has her community you can join up and sign with. So that is on yanaelston.com. And you can also find her Instagram at yanaelston. So that is spelled J-A-N-A-E-L-S-T-O-N. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to either of us. We'd love to help. And we will see you in the next episode.